Welcome to the Synth and Electronic Music Show, brought to you by the Coastal Electronauts here in Whitstable. We're back in the seat in the um, Sonic Shed. Yes, it's uh, great to be back in here again. Now the wind's died down and we managed to uh, put the walls back up again. Yeah, the Sonic Shed stood firm. We did. Everything's dry inside as well. Yeah, uh, fantastic. Yeah. We're going to go straight into a classic piece of electronica from um, Radiophonic Workshop. Fairly unknown person. Yes, this is released under the name of Ray Cathode because uh, I don't think anybody, yeah, the BBC is quite a stuffed sort of shirt thing and I don't think anybody got credits for the music they did. So Ray Cathode was the name given to this piece, the performer, but uh, it was actually uh, Maddalena Fagandani, um, or Fagandini, was the... uh, uh, person that, that actually uh, composed this piece and mm. she was one of the early radiophonic workshop um, people she worked with uh, people like da- um, Daphne Oram and this actual track was com- um, was produced by George Martin yeah so you don't often hear of her but she was uh, you know a lot of people worked for him over the years and uh, yeah, she certainly was one and I do remember uh, the Ray Cathode single being in the charts at the time, being on jukebox jury, in fact. Right. Yeah, that's going back. So we have uh, a piece of Waltz in Orbit by Ray Cathode. Yes, Waltz in Orbit. AKA Madalena Fagandini. Yeah. <laughs> Sound this like slightly off tune, yeah, yeah, it's quite unusual. And uh, the way they use um, tape cut up is similar to the way DJs use sampling, isn't it? Really, it now? is not, yeah, it's, so it's of, that early, 
yeah, method it, of doing it, yeah. The way it sort of like stops suddenly. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a real sort of like normal yeah. technique these days, isn't and it? The rhythm of that, I don't know why, I kept getting an impression of likes of um, sort of um, Greek music. I don't know why. <laughs> the rhythm, I think it was something to do with the rhythm. Yeah. But uh, there yeah. we are. I fancied yeah. Moussaka. I wonder why you're smashing that plate. so um, next we have a piece by Toy 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 which is a term I hear quite a lot in the theatre is it it a theatrical term? yeah it's basically saying break a leg oh I didn't know that yeah well I did wonder about the the origin of that yeah it's um, Sebastian Counts this is off the Ghost Box album which is well known for its sort of hauntological pieces and quite quirky stuff and uh, he worked with um, electronic instruments acoustic instruments and also uh, sampled sources and um, this I quite like this actually it's got quite a quirky little bit of banjo on it as well which is unusual which I've never said before in my life but there we are <laughs> yeah some, some banjo on it as well so this one's called Intermodal And it's from the Ghost Box album uh, Intermission from 2015.
can see the line from that uh, radiophonic track before to that, can't you? You could, yeah, yeah. And I, it's interesting, the, uh, I've noticed that with a lot of the ghost box sort of haunt, hauntology sort of stuff. You, you get that, the flute comes in, it gives it that kind of... I always, always think of the feeling of the past when you hear that sort of flute sound as well. Yeah, it's got like a slightly folk quirkiness, I suppose. You yeah, that's, that's, that's it, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was nice, uh, nice lots of um, twangy-clangy mm. synths as well and sound. I like that. We have a piece from uh, John T. Harrison, who's an um, electroacoustic composer. Uh, he's, he's quite a sort of well-known figure in, that, in the scene. Teaches in Birmingham, I think it is. Um, director of Beast, Birmingham Electroacoustic Sound Theatre, which has got this hundred speaker system, a really, oh. really amazing diffusion system. Um, it's you know, been involved with all sorts of things. And uh, I, was, I was listening to this podcast from uh, Darwin Gross the other week, and uh, there was a, an American artist we're going to play a bit later, Eleni Leos who went to study with him and sort of was, her whole idea of working was turned on, on side, upside down you know, the first no. time she met him. So yeah, I mean, he's a great inspirer and he's had a lot to do with um, the whole scene. Yeah. And um, we haven't played anything by him before. No, no, actually new to me as mm. well, yeah. So this is a piece by John C. called Clang.
very satisfying. Yeah, very textural and tactile sounds there. Really. Well, the way they use just a you know obviously using lids and yeah, it's metal, but it's the way it sort of goes off into other worlds with with the effects and the yes. uh, harmonising and, and the, the delay. Mm. It really sort of like plays with your perception, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of. Uh, yeah, you could almost touch it. Mm. So. Back to um, a bit of uh, arpeggiating synths now. Yeah, yeah. This is um, this is from the late last album. So I played a, a track a few weeks ago now, and I thought well, worth playing another track from it. This is from the Tangerine Dreams latest album, uh, Probe Six to Eight, and it's um, it features a. They've gone back to using sort of the, the modular stuff and, but, and also featuring the uh, Juno synth on this, which is nice. But uh, what's interesting as well is uh, the current um, sort of lineup of. Uh, <laughs> um, they used to use a lot of uh, Mellotron, which for a great effect on the, uh, <laughs> on the um, albums. And uh, <laughs> they, one of the uh, members, uh, um, Hoshiko Yamani, is a violinist. Uh, I think she's a concert violinist, and she so she uses uh, the strings really. Yeah, she uses uh, obviously, you know, obviously real strings. Mm, uh, yeah. Sort of feel that 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 part of it, which adds to the um, I think strings and electronic music. They sort of seem to yeah work very well together. Some acoustic um, instrument really adds to uh, you know adds to the textures, doesn't it? They do. Gives yeah. different feel. Yeah. It can, it can feel well. I mean, it just, it just adds another dimension, doesn't it? It does, yeah. So this is um, Paraguay from Tangerine Dream uh, from the album Probe Six Tight.
synths bathed in reverb. It is, yeah, <laughs> and it's a nice mix of the sort of old Tangerine Dream and the new Tangerine Dream, like that. Mm. Mix there. Nice. It yeah. is nice, yeah, that deep, deep reverb. Yeah. A nice plucky. Plucky arps. Yeah, arps, yeah, nice. Yeah, good, good return to form, I'd say. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found another um, Italian artist with uh, Doris Norton. Yeah, uh, not a very Italian sounding name, Doris Norton, is oh. it? But I thought it would be Doris Nortoni. But anyway, um, yeah, it, um, Doris Norton, uh, she's an Italian pioneer of uh, electronic music. Mm. And um, she was one of the first people as well, apparently, to use... Uh, and use Apple computers. Right. She's very much a computer uh, composer. Yeah. So, uh, and it's probably not using sort of soft synth. This is using computers, I suppose, for actual programming them to actually produce music as well. Oh. And um, yeah, this uh, this is from 1983. This one's called Norton Computer for Peace, and the album's Norton Computer for Peace. And uh, she did work with um, IBM as well, uh, producing uh, electronic music. Yeah. And I like this. This is a, I, I, I think. Listen, when I first heard it, I thought it was a bit of a cross between Giorgio Moroder and um, Kraftwerk. Oh, right. <laughs> gave me that sort of <laughs> vibe, but I might be wrong. But yeah, it gave me that feeling. And she was. Uh, I think she was also in um, a prog rock band called Jack Killer which I'd never heard of before. I thought I knew most prog rock bands, but they're an Italian prog rock There's quite a lot of a prog rock bands in Italy. Yeah. They're quite, they're quite into that, aren't they? Oh, uh, yeah, it is It is a big thing. So, yeah, I've never heard of Jack Killer, but, um, oh. yeah, so, yeah, this is Norton Computer for Peace. Thank you. 
Yeah, I can see. I can see what the uh, what you mean by Giorgio Moroder. Yeah, he's got pulse. that fast uh, sort of almost sort of staccato. Well, it's, sim- it's basically it's similar to the um, "I Feel Love," isn't it? Yeah, he's got that, that. Yeah, yeah. That and the and the um, vocal stuff mm. was quite. Um, a little bit of craft work and a little bit of time. I was trying to think of it what it reminded me of mm. but um, yeah very good yeah nice a bit un- uh, different which we like oh yeah yeah and stuff that uh, you know uh, early stuff early stuff but certainly passed his muster sort of now mm. so yeah. Yeah, it's amazing mm. and a lot harder to do then of course yeah, even with a the computer then, you know, you still had to know a lot of coding and, you know, yeah. all that to do that sort of stuff then. You didn't, you know... Very nothing, slow process compared off to what you do now. Mm. <laughs> so a contemporary artist next to make up and vanity set. Yeah, yeah, that's um, uh, Matthew Pusty. Uh, yeah, he's an American uh, electronic uh, music composer from Tennessee. And... Um, he produces music for um, like, like film soundtracks, but uh, also a lot of gaming stuff as well. And this track, uh, it's called System Override from the 8888 album. And it, it, it reminded me of the Yellow Magic Orchestra a little bit, that sort of sound, although it's uh, obviously a lot, lot more recent than that. And, um, yeah, yeah, it's... Um, uh, what else can I say about it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's play it. <laughs> Let's play it and uh, see if you agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
synth wave vibe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Lovely, a, uh, yeah. plucky. Those big drums. Yeah. Well, it's very big in America, isn't it? That that, that sort of 80s yeah. revival type. Yeah. The alternative 80s, isn't it, really? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, revisiting. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's, a big, yeah. there's a big scene of that. There's so many genres of electronic music. Mm. It's a really big thing on its own, isn't it? You know, when mm. you think of it. But that, and but, experimental, I mean, you know, I lump everything in together, really. But these have the uh, sort of extra nostalgia of of some sort of sci-fi TV series. Yeah, it's film, kind of it? going for a, like a, a new a new take on the sort of the hauntology thing, really, mm. where you're looking back again, but forward yeah. at the same looking, time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you can do that. Yeah. Look at the future from the past. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In a yeah. in a John Carpenter esque vision. Yeah. Well, going back to a bit of uh, electroacoustic work from uh, composer El- Eleni Lilius, who I mentioned earlier, hmm. uh, she creates sort of like ambisonic and multi-channel works. I was listening to an interview with her on the um, Darwin Gross podcast. Uh, yeah, very interesting person. Hmm. Really. Um, so I've got a piece. Uh, it's called Undertow. Hmm.
Uh, from uh, Eleni Lilius's uh, undertow, using this just a, a bass clarinet with um, processing, really, really yeah, amazing really effects. Again, yeah, well, a bit uh, Delia Derbyshire-ish in that some way with the sort of tones of the ringing. Mm, amazing, uh, you got the sort of like the mm, harmonics from that from that, that instrument and uh, those mm. those staccato moments really punctuated Brilliant. it, didn't they? Lovely. I'm, I'm presuming she uses a uh, Max MSP for those effects because you can sort of set it to um to trigger you know with certain levels or so yeah. so, so a loud level would trigger the sort of the delay effect and uh yeah really 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 nice the programming and setup is is, is a big part of the composition as yes. well as the music yeah. so it's all yeah. part of the process really, Very really complex. fantastic yeah. yeah so we missed uh eliane radica's uh, 90th birthday yeah it's a shame we? yeah yeah um but we, we, well, we got a piece on tribute to her, her birthday from the classic Biogenesis album. Yes, I saw a, um, I watched the um, Sisters with Transistors uh, documentary the other day, and she featured in that. It was very interesting to see that how she sort of started and how difficult, you know, that's really about that about women not being recognised in in electronic music or in music generally but in electronic music and uh, the way they had to make their mark and yeah. and, and, and uh, yeah she's uh, she's st- still amazing 90 and she's still still using her ARP 2500 still using her ARP 2500 <laughs> which yeah. you know it's all dusty isn't it in her room <laughs> it's incredible but she said uh, when she saw it she fell in love with it and that was the instrument for her. Mm. And she certainly has made that her, her own as well. Yeah, I wish I could uh, settle on one instrument. I oh, know. <laughs> <I'm thinking that laughs> Get other rid time. of the gas then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, well, a little tribute to her birthday. And, uh, yeah, a piece called Biogenesis. Yes. 
So that's part of Eliane Rediger's biogenesis, where she used a stethoscope and uh, ARP 2500. It was, it was, it was the, the heartbeat from um, a pregnant daughter. Oh, really? I yeah. was going to say, it sounded like a heartbeat, but I, did, I didn't know it was, a, it was electronically yeah. generated. But that, that was, uh, the overlapping heartbeats of the baby and the mother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, fantastic. It's amazing she gets those textures with a with an art because in some ways it doesn't lend itself to it. Well, I mean, I've got the clone and, and it's quite hard to get it to sort of drone and get those textures like that. Mm. Well, she obviously knows it very well. She does, and she knows it back to front. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So from the world of academia, where a lot of these um, pioneers seem to come from, is... Uh, Carl Stone, who studied the, the Cal Arts, he studied with um, Wharton Subotnik. Ah, yeah, yeah. And James Tenney. Yeah. He did he'd start off using Buchler and work with him, but uh, he went on to use um, well, tape and sampling as uh, his his sort of instrument. Mm. And yes, yeah, makes some very interesting work. You know, using basically using other people's music in a way. <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah. that's uh, yeah. It's another approach, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I suppose you could do this. Well, very um, much so in, in modern music now. Yeah. The amount of sampling that's done. So, this is a piece by him called The Jugged Hair.
interesting track, isn't it? Yeah, amazing editing there. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like, um, it's got the sort of the, uh, aesthetic of a skipping the CD, isn't it? Yeah, 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 it has, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. It, it sort of made sense, but no, no sense. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> like a, an almost an oral illusion. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You, 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 nothing was there long enough for you to grab hold of it. I was trying it. to recognise it, and I couldn't. Yeah. I just couldn't. Yeah. It did seem familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your yeah. brain's continuously trying yeah. to uh, make yeah. sense of it. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's great. Yeah, it's really good. Well, that yeah, that to add the energy to start us off with a bit of a um, bit of a banger ending. Bit of a banger the, ending now, yeah. Well, the, the, the penultimate banger ending. The penultimate one, yeah. With a bit of Belbury Polly. Belbury Polly and the Moon Wiring Club, um, with um, I like I like this uh, Jim Jupp from uh, Belbury Polly does his lovely quirky um, sort of seventies vibe synth sounds. I like those, and um, it's kind of electronic and rustic at the same time sort of sounds. Um, and this is um, the Young People. Which has got a typical sort of um, ontological sort of title to it, <laughs> mm. in a way. Um, and uh, this is from the album The Farmer's, Farmer's Angle. Uh, and it's Bel- Belbury Polly and the Moon Wiring Club. Or Moon Wiring Club. <laughs>
Children of the Damned, do you think? It sounded a little <laughs> bit like that, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was, um, yeah, it was, yeah, a bit, bit, um, bit creepy, that. Yeah, yeah. Like that. I've never heard a track where the um, snare sort of alternates panning. It's going to the left to right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good, that. Yeah, yeah. I like Good production. It, yeah, yeah. And that lovely, that lovely quack quack. Synth, yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. A bit, bit. Bit, uh, bit of a technique there that uh, Tomita used to use on some stuff. Bit of talk about one, one, one. Oh, yeah. Quite a lot. Mm. Like that. We have to, we have to do a, a, a quack week. A quack week, yeah. <laughs> Lots of quack tracks there to, uh, to pick from. <laughs> yeah, quack tracks, that's it. The quack genre. <laughs> well, we've reached our um, banger ending now. Yes. Um... I listened to an interview with Neil X, the guitarist from Zig Zig Sputnik, uh, on on um, uh, Martin Ware's podcast. But uh, yeah, so I, I, when I listened to it again, that this track, I, I thought this is pretty good actually. Mm. So Love Missile F One Eleven, our our banger for tonight.
pretty good at that, I think. There's a, a multitude of electronic music um, techniques used in that one. Well, there's samples, film samples. Samples and cut-ups and oh, everything going on in there. Electro. Yeah. Bit of rock and roll, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good, that. <laughs> and all that dub, the dub delays. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just remind me of the, um, Adamski's last sort of guys of Sonny Ericsson. Played on the beach here, didn't he, Westbourne? I didn't back. know that. And the um, mm. uh, and he's, he's he was using that sort of rock and roll, mm. similar sort of like that approach, rock and roll electro. Yeah, it's nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah, it works well. That simple yeah. bassline. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for again for listening for tonight. Yes, yes. Uh, good to be back in the uh, in the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> we keep having little breaks, don't we, at the moment? Yeah, but there you I'm go. Getting... It's. Uh, it, it gives you time as well to reassess and find lots of new stuff. We've been sent lots of great music oh, that we need to um, piling up. compile and, uh, yeah. and get, have, a, have a whole special, I think, of stuff we've been sent. I think it would be good one, actually, that, yeah, yeah. to do a, a, yeah, special, a special. Apologies for waiting from uh, people that have sent in. Yeah, yeah. Just to my disorganisation. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we've got our team of um, uh, clerical, one. clerical staff <laughs> working on that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, hopefully we have some next week and uh, yeah. we'll see you then. Yeah, so bye-bye. Bye. bye.